the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Rolled out to my Chevrolet. I climbed down up inside. I pulled the choke and I turned the key. But the old girl wouldn't start. She let out a whine so pitiful. It nearly broke my heart. Although I was a bit concerned, I felt no need for panic. I picked up my telephone. I called up my mechanic. Now, he came over right away, just like I knew he would. For the delay, um, as as it's always my fault, and it is my fault. I'm sorry that we didn't uh, get the the show on time. Um, I'm going to. I've got a, a little bit of housework to do real quick here, and uh, we're going to uh, close out a file that we have here, and then we're going to open up a new file, and so that we can uh, actually get the show on the road. Uh, I'm a little bit frazzled, and I apologize for that. <laughs> we, we, you know what I I need, I need a pen. Okay. Okay. So if you do that for me, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. You might as well load up the lines. If you got a car question, it'll sure take my mind off of the uh, c- the crash that just happened. Anyway, um, we are experiencing technical difficulties, and it's. Uh, it has to do with the new studio that we just built, and, and because of um, un, our unfamiliarity with with the different studio portions of it, we uh, oftentimes uh, crash. And so ISD and output, we should have that right there. And Gil, would you talk to me and just tell me that you still have me? I still got you, Mark. Okay, all righty. We're, we're in good shape. Andy, you want to sit down now? I think we got everything under control. All we right. probably should have started this a little earlier, you think? Probably. <laughs> probably. And, and so I accept responsibility for that. I'm going to go ahead and take Alan's uh, headsets down. And um, and so we'll start the show normally by telling you about quality transmission. And quality transmission doesn't have different grades of repair. You're always going to get their best effort. They're always going to give you their best effort. And they have your interest in front of their own. And I promise you that. 90% of their businesses repeat customers or customer referrals, and they, they are a member of the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association. So even though they only have one location, they offer a nationwide warranty because all the guys that belong to the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association handle the warranty concerns for other shops in the United States. That's kind of nifty. Quality Transmission has been serving the East Valley since 1977. And if you have any questions about your transmissions or you want someone to drive your car, or you want someone, if you can demonstrate a problem, quality transmissions, a great place to go. Speaking of transmissions, uh, six, oh, by the way, 602-508-0960, if you want to give us a call, 602-508-0960. I had a guy call this week, and he said he has 208,000 miles on his Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. Put your mic up closer and take your cord off of it. There you oh. go. 
There you go. I can get it up real close to your mouth so that we can talk. Are you ready? Is that better, Captain? No. You c listen, co-pilot. <laughs> get it up a lot closer. There you go. Is there. it supposed to be touching my lips? Well, almost. <laughs> almost. It's a directional mic. We're, we're all learning this stuff, I okay? Guess. This is all kind of new stuff. Anyway, so the guy's 208,000 miles on his Honda Civic. Now, that's not... That's not abnormal no. in any way, shape, or form. Not for a Honda. The transmission is, is gone, and, and his concern was, is, is the engine far behind? So what would your answer be? I mean, we have no way of knowing that. Okay, and, and you're right. But how often do we see the transmission and the engine die t at the same month or even the same year? Pretty much never, I would say. Exactly right. Never. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the transmission, I told him 200,000 miles, he got bonus miles on his transmission because we don't typically see an automatic go that. We usually see the automatics throw in the towel somewhere between 100 and 150,000. Mm -hmm. So the engine, and I, I use this term, and he laughed at this, and he says, I heard you say this on the radio, and he says, I kind of cringe. It's... <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a lot of things that you say on the radio that people may cringe at. <laughs> okay, well, let me let me say it then. The engine's going to, to go to engine heaven when the nut behind the wheel causes it. Yeah. Okay? So 99% of the motors we replace have been damaged by the person driving it. Yes. It's either been run low on oil or it's been overheated to the point of major meltdown. Yes. Absolute major meltdown. To get off the side note, we had that Jeep pull in this weekend, or yesterday, yeah. and his temperature gauge is 260. He had no water in the cooling system. The lower hose had blown off of it, and no water in the cooling system, and he just drove it here. I, I wish I he hadn't. Though. Yeah, I think people just think, I want to get, a m if I can just get a mile down the road, then I can get home, or this or that, and they don't realize that mile can make a huge, I mean damage your engine it's the tow bill may be 50 60 70 bucks but that's going to be a lot better than a engine oh there's no question speaking of a tow bill i'm going to change the subject you you bring me back to the subject at hand engine okay. transmission so here's the story a husband calls me and he says i got this car and it's across the freeway and he says i'm about five six miles from you and i said okay i said well you want the name of a tow truck he says no my wife and i are going to tow it in and i said to him i don't think that's a good idea I just want you to know that that almost always turns in bad. Mm -hmm. It turns into a family fight. It turns into one car crashing into the other. Yeah. I think it's just a bad deal. And he says, no, nah, no. Nah. I said, really and truly, you, it might cost you 50 to to $100 to have your car towed here. So why don't we just do that? No, no, no. I'm telling you the truth. He's coming down Warner Road. Oh, okay. I don't, I'm not going to say who was driving the tow car and who was yeah. driving the other car, but the first car slows down to turn right, and the second car crashes into him oh, and man. does tremendous damage to the car and the truck. So they towed into the parking lot, and I said to him, that tow bill looks pretty good, don't <laughs> it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so. both cars, tremendous damage, just tremendous damage. So you look at that, and you go, holy mackerel. Um, so we're talking about engines and transmissions. So his, his, his transmission is well past it. The engine doesn't use any oil, doesn't leak any oil. Um, it runs smooth. It passes emissions. There's no check engine light. And I say to him, 200 is nothing on your motor. Yeah. That motor will go 400,000, maybe even a half a million miles if, if that's what you want. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the issue at hand yeah. is, is if you just can keep track of it and not go to go crazy with it with respect to, uh, to, um, uh, doing crazy stuff 
about driving it. Mm-hmm. It's the last mile that always gets them on the overheat. It's yeah. the last exit. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm only three Need miles to reach from this home. Point. Yeah. Yes. It just always takes it. So anyway, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting next to me is Andy. She's my uh, my daughter that uh, handles the uh, business at uh, our repair shop in Tempe. And if you have a question for us, now's the time. 602-508-0960. We'll be back right after this. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-815-6194. Seating is extremely limited. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. That's 1-800-815-6194. That's 1-800-815-6194. The mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his head and said, this ain't good. Time and belts done shrunk, one size too small. And uh, have you got me in your headphones and stuff? Yep, okay. Good, yeah. All right. I'm pretty faint. All right. How about now? Is that a little better? All right. Okay. I'm going to bring it up, bring up the volume right to there and to there. Are you okay, Andy? Count? Gil, does that sound better? Okay. How about we bring it up to there? All right. One. Keep going. Keep going. All right. How about there? How how about there? Is that good right there? Okay. All righty. All right. We're just uh, we were he, twisting. He's messing with buttons in the break. What? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I I was messing with buttons when we couldn't connect. I know. I was I know, turning everything full blast, and then I was going back down. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. But anyway, the bottom line was, as I said to him, you can fix the transmission on your Honda, and. And I don't know what you're going to spend, but I'm guessing you're on the low side about 2800 on the high side about 4000 It just depends on where you're going to get the transmission. And most people aren't going to rebuild your Honda transmission. We're just going to replace it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a real question. Where did the replacement come from? Is it a company that's been in business? And then I explained to him about as far as the, the, uh, the 
tax, sales tax and license. I said, are you going to buy a new car or a used car? And he goes, I haven't made up my mind. I said, well, if you buy a used car, you're, sometimes you buy someone else's problem, so you have to be real careful with that. Mm -hmm. If you buy a new car, I can replace the engine and the transmission for the sales tax and the license plates fees the first year. So those are non-recoverable dollars that when you spend for sales tax and license plates. Mm -hmm. But I can replace the engine and transmission in your old car. Then we talked about $200 a month for the cost of the car. So 200 times 12 months is 2400 That That almost pays for the transmission. Yeah. So if he goes $300 a month for the purpose of driving a car for 30 days, whatever that is, then, again, you just move up from there. Yeah. All righty, Mike, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Yeah, hey, Mark. I got a 99 uh, Ford F-250 diesel 7.3 liter. Okay. And um, oh, that's my lock thing. Hey, um how how hard is it to replace the ignition lock cylinder? Well, um, you're going to disconnect the battery. Well, on a t on a one to ten scale in my world, that's about a a three or a four. Um, I don't know what your experience level is is like, but um, mm -hmm. it 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 you know you would disconnect the battery so that we didn't accidentally um, take the uh, take the airbag out of it. And yeah. then you're going to, you'll take the steering wheel off and you'll have to access the, uh, the, there's going to be a screw or a button or something like that. And you're talking about the ignition lock assembly where you put your key in, not the ignition switch, right? Right, right. Okay. Just where the key goes. Okay. And so you'd buy a new ignition switch and you can buy that from just about any parts store. Yeah, and I found one. Okay, and then you'll also, it'll tell you what button you're going to push or what screw you're going to take out as you stick it in and out of the column. So once you get that situation uh, exposed, um, sometimes you take a little screwdriver and you stick it in the slot and you push this thing down and the ignition, or the ignition lock assembly comes out. You put the new one in, put a little white grease on the end of it where it interfaces the rod that goes ahead and goes on down to the to the uh, ignition switch. Now the ignition lock assembly you have has no electrical wires on it, yes? No, it doesn't. Okay. It's all mechanical, right? Yes. Okay. On the end of it, it's going to have like a slot that sticks into something. Mm -hmm. So you rotate the key and it rotates the slot on the other end of the ignition lock assembly and then it rotates a, a cam and that's what makes the car start. So there's two parts of this, the ignition lock and the ignition switch. The ignition switch is the electrical part. This is okay. the mechanical part that makes it work. So you'll yeah. need a steering wheel puller. The last thing you want to do is try to beat the steering wheel off with a hammer because you'll you'll tear something up really bad. Mm -hmm. So if you if you can rent one, a steering wheel puller, and make sure you disconnect your battery, this isn't that big of a deal. You'll need a socket and a uh, and a and a ratchet to take the nut off the steering wheel. You'll need, you know, a ratchet and a, and a socket to uh, put the uh, steering wheel puller on. Once you pull it, and then on your, when you before you pull the steering wheel off, you want to make sure that you've marked to where the steering wheel on the spline is. Mm -hmm. So I usually take a real sharp chisel and just kind of go across both of those metal things together. That way I can line those marks up because you'll put it all back together and your steering wheel will be crooked. Okay. The only the only concern was the airbag. Where where does that fall into this? Well, when you take the steering when you take the horn pad off. The airbag's mm -hmm. going to come with it. There's going to be screws on the back side of the steering column. I see. So, okay. and then you're just going to disconnect that. I see. Okay. All right. Would that help you well, out? Yeah. Now, I want to. I want to tell you something though. The, this this ignition lock assembly in my world, and I'm going to guess here. I'm going to give you parameters. I think that ignition lock assembly somewhere in the vicinity of. Uh, I'm going to say 
$80 plus or minus 10 to uh, do an ignition lock assembly. Um, oh, okay. To, it's, it's not quite an hour. I don't think it's going to be quite an hour. And so I'm, 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 trying to, oh. I'm trying to go, okay, one hour, and the average shop is somewhere in the vicinity of $115, $116 an hour. So then I'm thinking, okay, three-quarters of an hour might be just under 100 bucks. So that's how, kind of what I'm thinking on your behalf. Oh, you know, it's just, that makes more sense just to bring it in and have them do it. It, it. it really does, because if they pop your airbag, that $1,000 airbag, they have to pay for it. Yeah, there's, there's probably a lot of things that could go wrong in that repair. That so, sounds like it. Okay. Yeah. I, I just didn't want you to think. I know it's not a $200 um, ignition swap. And, and, and you know what you do? A lot of shops don't want you to bring your own parts. And, and so what you say is, is I was going to do this myself. I chickened out. Um, I, I want to trust you with it. I hope you'll honor me this one time and let me bring my parts this one time. And there's no way that we can we can deny someone who's that kind to us. Oh, okay. All righty. Okay, Mark. Appreciate right. it. You betcha. You bet. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We have two new people in the studio, and let's start with this guy over here. What the heck is your name? Mark Salem. What? What? Mm-hmm. Make his mic a little closer to his mouth. We've got two Mark Salems in the Uh, studio. We are in trouble. Tell me your name again. Mark Salem. Is that right? Yes. So when when you say that name, there's likely to be some people that say, I don't like Mark Salem. <laughs> Are you prepared for that? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you better start getting those muscles a little bit bigger hey. so when they do say that. <laughs> oh, every once in a while you'll run across somebody who doesn't like your papa, but that's okay. And then um, who's this guy sitting next to me? Alan Salem. Alan Salem? What's he? What's he doing? He, did he just wake up? Because he looks like he woke up ten minutes ago. Yes, he did. Yeah, I can believe that. <laughs> I can believe that. All righty. Well, let's see where else we're on here. And uh, to the speakers, we. Oh, you want me to do that too? Okay. Yes. Well, let me tell you about IMM Imports. IMM Imports, IMM Auto Service and Imports is south of the 202 and west of the 101. So they're in the northeast corner of Tempe along the service drive, the southbound 101 service drive. IMM Auto Service is a shop that I've depended on for 30-some-odd years because he does Saabs, Fiats, Alfa Romeos, and cars that really drive most people crazy. Now, it's true that IMM does all kinds of domestic and imports, but they specialize in the Swedish cars, the Italian cars, and the Asian cars. So if you have a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, or an Alfa Romeo, you really should at least have a file at IMM, go in and have them do an oil change, talk to them about some of your concerns, but they are the guys that have access to the parts and have access to the equipment necessary to work on your car because the equipment that works on Saabs, Fiats, Alfa Romeos, and Volvos is not equipment we can use on Chevys and Fords and Dodges and Hondas and Toyotas. It's just a different kind of car. So IMM Import is is a great place to be if you have one of those cars, but if you live in that area, and they do lots of ASU traffic as well. There's parents who will call and say, you live in Tempe, your shop is in Tempe, and I'll say yes, and they'll say, well, we have a daughter or a son at ASU, and we were wondering if you could help guide us to a repair shop, and the very first thing I ask them is what kind of car you got. So IMM certainly covers a lot of the imports that the ASU drivers have. 
All righty. Well, sitting next to me is Alan, my son. Alan, uh, good morning, buddy. How you doing? I'm good, good. Alan's going to tell us about his week at the shop and what kind of stuff he did this week. And then Andy can tell us what drove her crazy about the shop this week. But we're going to talk basically about what a day um, at the shop and some of the customers they had and some of the car problems that we've seen, some of the really weird ones, those ones that say, my passenger side window rolls up and down intermittently with no input from me whatsoever. And then I'm going to tell you again how I fixed a guy's car the other day up in Payson to the absolute amazement of everybody there. His window wouldn't roll up on the driver's side of his truck. And I said, I can fix that. And I says, and I'm, I'm only going to charge you $5 because that's what my burrito cost me at the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> and so when we went outside, we decided that we were going to go ahead, and they all called me on it. They go, are you going to take our panel off? I says, no, I'm not going to take, I don't have any tools. I'm going to fix his window. Now, the window had dropped down. It was down all the way, but it wouldn't go back up. So I walked out there, and I, you, would, you would have been really proud of me because I took my hat off, and I said the sign of the cross, <laughs> and I, I touched the door. Can you imagine and what I, kind of debacle this was at the burrito yeah, store? Yeah, unfortunately I can. <laughs> so I'm, I'm touching the, the window switch, and I'm pretending I'm praying, and everybody's laughing their tail ends. And by this time, there's a crowd of about eight people, and when we get back, I'll tell you about it. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. After a lifetime of paying into Social Security, you need a plan to optimize your benefits. Throughout the Valley, financial advisor and Let's Talk Money radio host Tim Van Houten will be hosting a series of complimentary Social Security classes. Seating is limited. Call now to reserve your spot. 855-795-0716. 
That's 855-795-0716. Investment advisory services offered through Global Financial Private Capital, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Get out to the forest and discover the wonders of nature with your family, just like Blue, Jewel, and the whole Rio flock. Let the kids connect to their roots. It's going to be so much fun. Let's rock this jungle. Fresh air. What a glorious morning. Clean water. And endless surprises. Yo, this is on tap territory. How amazing. (laughs) Visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and uh, we're here helping you with your car you, questions you don't need and your to turn car that on. That's, What's that? That's, you don't need to turn that on. That was speakers in the studio. Okay. There All you right. go. You just didn't ever switch the I know, buttons. but you know what I'm, I'm, I was having a tough time is, is my headphones are way down now. Oh, I got you. Are got your you. headphones, you guys' headphones down? No, mine are okay. good. All right. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, kidding. How about to... that right there? Is that better? Yes. Yeah. Okay, for everybody? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then we can also, here's something else they told me. They can, you can also adjust the headphones right here to each one of the headphones. And so I'm going to put all of those there. And when they put the volume controls down below, then we all don't have to live with the same setting. Gotcha. That's the deal. Because mm-hmm. right now we're all having to live in the same set. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, you're more than welcome to. Uh, and I need to. I'm going to do the brought to you by, but I need to tell them how I fix the car. Okay. So I'm touching the car. I'm making a big deal about it. All right. And so I say to him, go over to the driver's side of the car, and I want you to turn the key on, and I want you to hold this window button up. And let's verify it doesn't go. And I'm praying it doesn't go. So he pushes the up button. And nothing happens. I says, okay, you just hold it there. And so I wave my arms around over my head, and I wave it like you're washing a window, and I'm looking up at the sky, and then I just hit the, door pan- <laughs> I hit the door panel as hard as I could with my fist, and the window went up. <laughs> and they went crazy. They went crazy. So then he doesn't have $5 to pay me. His name is Daryl, <laughs> all right? <laughs> and, and I'm going to, I told everybody, I'm going to tell that you're, you're, you're not, he said, I just don't have five bucks for you. So anyway, and, and actually you both know that um, the window motor, as it wears, and this truck was like 10 years old, as the window motor wears, the brushes sometimes don't touch the armature at the back. If you jar the door, actually if you just slam it hard one time, not hard enough to break the glass, but just hard enough to jar the door, then almost always the window motor will work again Mm -hmm. for some short period of time. It's not something that's going to fix it forever, but the issue was is he wanted the window up, and so we got the window up for him. Gotcha. All righty, 6025. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing since 1970 in Mesa. Serving the Mason area, Mesa area, Thompson's Auto Repair has been providing expert auto and light truck repair, towing, and maintenance services to the area. They are, the ARC certified technicians are there to provide you with the highest level of automotive service, followed up with very friendly reminders that let you know when your vehicle may be due for service. It's never been easier or more convenient to keep your vehicle in top-notch shape. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is located on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. Main and Stapley, the south side of the road. Let me also say to you that Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing, and they're the only shop in Mesa that uh, I hang my hat on. It's not that they're the best shop in Mesa or the only best shop in Mesa. They've applied, and they passed the muster, Others have applied and have not. 
So it just makes a difference on how long you've been in business and if the owners are on site and so forth and so on. And what's some of your reviews and the Internet says about you and some of your customers say about you. That's what's important to me. All right, Jeff, good morning to you. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Good morning, sir. First, I'd like to say to those listeners you've got that I've been a customer of yours for the past five years. And I must say that your, your shop, your, your business is the most honorable business that I've done business with, car repair or otherwise, in my life. And I just want to thank you for that publicly. This is Jeff Butler, right? Yes. Yes. I recognize his oh. voice. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, put a star that? in his file, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and, that, and, and that was... That was not a paid promotion. So, <laughs> no. I, 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 yeah, I've got a question for you, though, Mark. I, uh, you, hold on, you guys hold are... on, hold on, hold on. Sure. I have to give credit where credit's due, okay? The, you, As you can imagine, the size of our operation, one person can't handle all the responsibility. So it's, it's, it's a shared focus. From the service riders to the parts people to the technicians to the to the management team, we're all just understand that we're here to fix your car. And, and I want to tell you that there's lots of other shops out there that have the same philosophy. And I'm not the original person that came up with this. I copied it from, from Bill Bridwell. I copied it from guys like uh, Harry Martin and Whitey um, uh, from Scottsdale. These are guys that are my age or a little older that taught me what I know. So it's, it's a team effort, but thank you for noticing. Thank you. You're welcome. And glory to God for that, believe me. It is. I, I, do, I do have a question for you. Okay. Uh, you've done a lot of work on my 99 Chevy Tahoe, and uh, we've identified the fact that Cylinder 3 is no longer functioning. So my question is, uh, I'm going to keep the vehicle. I've done a lot of maintenance work and uh, r- repair work on it. It's in very good shape. What, uh, what would you recommend? How do I go about replacing the engine? What, what, what options do I have, and how would you proceed? Oh, you know, I. What's the matter with it? Is it a valve or a piston or what? No, compression. The compression just doesn't hold anymore. It just blows right by. You guys, you guys have looked at it and verified. Right. Compression's extremely low. It's got two hundred and eighty thousand miles on it, so okay. it's. I think it's about time. All right. Well, I can do your estimate for you, kind of quick right now. Um, I can tell you that the in and out labor on your uh, on your engine's going to be somewhere around mm. two to twenty four hundred. 2500. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're going to guess between 2 and 2500. The motor, what motor have you got in that, Jeff? It's the it's the it's the Tahoe Sports. I think it's the large, it's the 5.7 liter. Uh it's, it's the performance engine. Okay. So I'm thinking that that's going to be somewhere between 4 and 5500 bucks a brand new engine. Then on top of that, you're going to have I want you to plug in $1,000 worth of miscellaneous stuff, which is oil, filters, coolant, engine mounts, hoses, belts, gaskets, everything, steam cleaning the engine compartment. And then on top of all of that, you've got probably between five and $800 worth of tax. Every single one of those categories, you now can fill in because that all of that equals your out-the-door pricing. Right. So you're going to you're going to want to stick with in our opinion you're going to want to stick with a uh, a GM engine or a Jasper engine. Yes. Right. What what's the difference? It's going to be a warranty difference and a price difference. I, I want to remind you that there's no such factory that makes GM motors. They buy them from rebuilders just like everybody else does. Okay. So they okay. just put them in a different box. And just to clarify, right. they are all remanufactured. The 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 uh, you you said new, but okay. it's actually they're remanufactured engines. And 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 we argue about whether it's a remanufactured, rebuilt engine, and those are just semantics. Right. The part the the thing is is everything that wears is new right. on a remanufactured engine. 
So you might have a same crankshaft and they have 10 bearings. Otherwise, they've got 10,000 bigger bearings, but the bearings are brand new and the crankshaft is recently ground. And so it basically you start from scratch again. The, so the warranties are on both of them, though, would be the 300,000, wouldn't they? Jasper uh, is. Jasper is. I don't know about the dealer. Yeah. That, oh, I don't know yeah. They're probably not going to yeah. be 100. They're probably uh, like a 224. And, and it could be, but that's that's yeah. what you, that's what it's all about. Right. Is yeah. that kind of a discussion has to happen? It's what is the warranty? Who can handle the warranty? Now, sometimes Jeff will put a GM engine in for somebody who travels, and so if somebody's traveling, I like the benefit of having them can pull into any shit. And when I put it on the ticket, when we put it on the ticket, we use the GM part number on the ticket, so everybody knows we bought it from them. So they'll right. participate in it, but Jasper now has a warranty program that's a nationwide mm -hmm. warranty, and each of us that sells that motor, then we also participate in those kinds of warranties, and Jasper makes us whole financially. And right. they're real, Jasper is a very good company as far as if there's any issues um, handling those issues for the customer and the shop and everybody involved. Uh, let, me, let me tell you about Jasper that I like. Sure. Jasper is one of the very few companies that will raise their hands, and I've heard them say, we screwed this one up. So I like that. We yep. sent them back a 390 motor that was drinking more oil than gasoline, and they mm -hmm. they called me up and they said, we, we messed this motor up. He says, w somehow or another, we have one cylinder, number seven, the one you identified, as, as oblong. It's, it's 20 thousandths oblong, and he says, and they don't make a piston that's oblong. It has to be perfect. So I'm sending yeah. you a whole new motor. I'm paying for your rental car for your customer. I'm paying your labor to swap our stupid motor out. Send me your bill. Thank you very much. That's what I like. Right. Because everybody else acts a little differently. <laughs> yeah, so, I understand. So you would recommend that approach versus rebuilding the motor that I've got? You can always do that. The problem is is that here's the bad news on the rebuilt, having the motor rebuilt. You take the motor out, and now you got the installer that's taking the motor out and putting it in. Then he sends it to a rebuilder. The rebuilder does some work that he can do, but he might farm out the crankshaft machining, or he might farm out the boring to somebody else. You have all these players. So you got the installer, you got machine shop one, shop two, and maybe shop three. And and the idea is, I'm going to get to the break in a minute. I, I can, I, I got it, I got it. And <laughs> Sorry, Gil. Gil's gonna, yeah, Gil's, Gil's going to be okay on this one. Uh, uh, so so the idea is is that that when there's a problem then everybody starts pointing the fingers at one another. The guy who bored it said Salem didn't install it correctly, or, or he says the machine shop didn't reassemble the motor correctly. Right. I want you to know that 50% of those kinds of rebuilds turn ugly. Yep. And, and so that's the only problem. And then you're not going to get that, you're not going to get all three of the players, which is the two machine shops and the installer, to agree on a warranty. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> because yeah. I'm not warrantying that motor because I didn't have nothing to do with it. All I did is take it out and put it back in. Correct. So I'm out of that warranty gig. So, he, and if you want, call Andy and give her your VIN number if we don't already have it. Yeah, it should be. Right. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and we'll, Andy will put together an estimate for you. Awesome. I'll All do right. that. Thank you, guys. All God right. bless. Thanks, Jeff. Thank, Thank you. you, Jeff. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, we're going to take a break. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back right after this. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. 
Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday, our special guest will be Carl Goldberg. He will be discussing Islam, Israel, the Jews, and the possibility of Holocaust 2.0. Carl is an excellent speaker, so be sure not to miss this show. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. You wouldn't dive into a pool without knowing how deep it is. So why would you dig without knowing what's below? Underground utilities are buried all over Arizona. Accidentally strike one and you could be injured or wipe out services like water, power, and internet. Call 811 or click Arizona811.com to have utilities marked first. It's free, easy, and it's the law. Remember, call 811 or click Arizona811.com. Sponsored by Arizona 811 in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back, everybody. 47 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem. Sitting to my left is Andy. She runs our operation. She handles the upstairs. Sitting to my right is Alan. He's downstairs. And, uh, Jeff, if you're still listening, during the break we talked about that estimate, and I think we all came to the conclusion, or at least the two most important people came to the conclusion, which is Alan and Andy, that you're going to be somewhere in the vicinity of $7,000, give or take a couple of hundred bucks, by the time you get done with the engine, the labor, the miscellaneous, and the miscellaneous is a real wild card we don't know. Um, here's the deal. When you're doing an engine, you're paying the labor to replace, to take the motor mounts out, so there's no additional labor to put two motor mounts back in new. It's just the cost of the parts, because it doesn't make any difference if we put the old mounts back in or if we put the new mounts back in. It's the same labor, and you already paid for that. So that's kind of that miscellaneous charges or real wild card. 602-508-0960 for anybody else. 602-508-0960. We had a uh, Ford truck in the other day, and the Ford truck had a uh, a noise in it that was for just a couple of seconds, right? Right. 
And that was a variable valve timing truck. Correct. Ford. And what what size motor is that? That's a V8. It was a 5.4. 5.4. Mm-hmm. And 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 it was variable valve timing is we're going to use hydraulic components, oil-fed components, to advance or retard the camshafts to give you more power and performance with a smaller engine. It's real sophisticated, but in this particular case, this variable valve timing that we call it a VVT motor. In the when you first started up, it rattled like the lifters were empty of oil for what one to two seconds. Yep. One yeah, to two sh- seconds. Very short period of time. Short period of time. So I guess it had been worked on at other places. Correct. And they had done a significant amount of work. Mm-hmm. We needed to go back in, and they had replaced us, uh, this the VVT uh, solenoid on one side but not the other. Correct. Yep. In the process of replacing the VVT solenoid, they screwed up one of the grommets, and then they put gobs of silicone over the top of the valve cover where the VVT would normally go. Yeah, almost completely. Yeah, they, they, they screwed up the seal. Mm-hmm. The, okay. they, they damaged the seal and sawed the um, VVT solenoid, and uh, then they just completely... It looked like a mini volcano. It was all the way. <laughs> it was all the way completely covered to the connector. Okay, they make a seal for that, so it's just a matter of us cleaning up the mess and buying a new seal. Correct. Okay, then we don't have to replace the valve cover. The seal actually fits within the valve Correct. cover. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, just for the focus that yeah. we're trying to paint the picture for. So we did the other solenoid. We fixed the volcano. We fixed that problem. Um, and we could not make it a change in it, but it, we we told the customer there was a possibility that this the next VVT solenoid wouldn't make any difference. Then we got on the internet and we found out that this is a predominant problem with the 5.4, and you wouldn't believe how many fixes were represented on the internet that I read that included that you have to use a specific kind of oil filter. Have you had you had heard that one? Yes. Okay, so somebody was talking about you have to use an FL1, which is a motocraft oil filter, and it's a horizontal mount. That means the, the uh, filter is horizontal when you screw it onto the engine. Some of them are vertical. Some of them are upside down, vertical with the gasket to the downside, gasket to the upside, blah. But there's hundreds and hundreds of, of ideas out on the Internet. But what's missing on the Internet is no one has fixed this yet. Mm-hmm. Nobody has raised their hands and said, I fixed it. We know that the oil pressure system in this truck has got a leak in it, and and the truck has to sit for how many hours? Five. Five hours or more. Five plus, yeah. And when it does, we're losing oil pressure, and then when you start the car up, it takes a second or two for us to regain the oil pressure and quiet down all all these mechanisms that are doing this variable valve timing. So we're in the process right now of talking with a variety of people all over the United States trying to figure out if anybody's fixed this yet. What we haven't talked to is we, we're going to talk with some of the Ford dealerships that are our friends, and we're going to ask them if they've, if they've had the opportunity to fix these. Because the fix is probably going to be under the front cover, would you assume? Uh, I think the front cover in the oil pan. Okay, one or the other. Right. The question, like I said, we just don't know where the leak is at that allows the oil to bleed out of the system. To give you an idea, when you take a straw and you put your finger over the end of the straw, you stick the straw in a glass of water and you put your finger over the end of the straw and you lift the straw out, there's still water in the straw. That's the way it's supposed to be in the oil system in your car. The oil's supposed to stay within the passageway and because there's no air in there pushing it out, then it stays there. Well, if you have an air leak up high, then the oil just drains and it goes glug, 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 and the oil slides back down into the oil pound, and now that passageway has no oil in it. 
So then as a result, you fire it back up and you have a little bit of clatter. One of the things that we had decided for this particular customer was, is we did an oil sample. Did we pull for oil for the sample? Correct. And what we're going to do is bring him back in here in a, in, in a thousand miles and we're going to do another oil sample. And the reason for that is, is you need to have two oil samples to come to a conclusion. And we're looking at metal growth. So if it has, let's say, just I'm just going to use stupid numbers here. Let's say on a 1 to 10 scale, it has a number 1 metal content. We want the next oil analysis, a 1,000 miles from now, to be 1 as well. Mm -hmm. We don't want to see a 2 or a 3. We don't want to see the metal grow. grow yeah. If the metal grows, then we've got a bigger problem than we thought we did. Mm -hmm. But this was our effort to put the customer in a, in a comfort zone, just saying, right now, all you've got is a little clatter for 1 to 2 seconds in the, after sitting for 5 hours. Mm -hmm. But we'll figure this out somewhere. Somebody has to have an answer. So if any of you have an answer or if any of you have the 5-4 and you have variable valve timing and you had this one and a half to two second clatter first thing in the morning and somebody fixed it, I'd be willing to, to buy you and your wife dinner if I could see that repair order <laughs> and if I knew for sure that you had actually fixed it. Because right now, with all the technical service lines that we have available to us, none of them came up with anything that would help us. Right. So how this many how many miles does that have? Doesn't have ninety something? Mm, or was it more than? I can't that? remember. I want to say it was just over a hundred, but I don't oh, know okay. exactly. Yeah, I think it was over a hundred. Oh, was it? I okay. think it was slightly over a hundred, but it's just one of those things. This happens in our world a lot because we end up with problems on cars that takes a while for industry to figure out what they are and then come out with a fix. It's not uncommon. Uh, I'll give you an example. The Polaris Ranger that we own up at the ranch. It was recalled for a fuel line that might be touch something hot. So we went in there and they said, no, the fuel line's fine. So now there's, I got a new recall the other day, and now they want to put a 90 degree fitting where this pipe makes a 90 degree turn, and they want to put a fitting in this pipe because they're concerned that, th that, that the 90 degree f turn on this rubber line is going to be bad. And then they also have a bunch of other stuff. So you can tell clearly by the paperwork that the first thing wasn't satisfactory. The first effort at fixing this problem, and it has to do with some fuel line having contact with the drive shaft, and then it, and it creates a, a fuel leak, and then, of course, then the thing catches fire, and if you're out in the forest, then the forest catches fire. So that's kind of how it, all, it goes down. All righty, 602 One of the things that I, I want to reiterate with most everybody is, is what oil you use and I'm talking about the weight of the oil and whether it's conventional, semi-synthetic, or synthetic. It makes a difference on the oil change intervals. If you are somebody who drives three or four or 5,000 miles a year, using the correct oil will necessitate you just having one oil change a year. And my suggestion to you would be that that oil change would be in April or May so that you go through the summer with fresh oil. Now, if you drove eight to 10,000 miles a year, you could step up to a semi-synthetic. Actually, the semi-synthetic is going to cover from 5 to 7, 5 to 8. So a semi-synthetic for five to 8,000 miles a year, and you only do your oil change once a year because that's a better oil than a conventional oil. Then you have full-blown synthetic oil, and that's for those of you from eight to 12,000 miles. Now, you run your diesel at 12,000, or eight or 10 or 12? 12. 12. You run yours at 12. I think I run mine at 10 or 12. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, I, I, I just picked something that I was comfortable with. And I think the reason I picked 10 is because I do about 20 a year, so that gives me two oil changes a year. Are you doing one or are you doing two oil changes a year? Uh, usually just one. 
Okay, so if you pick 12 on yours, because you have a, and you're using a 540 in your diesel, mm -hmm. and that's a synthetic. The 540 says it's a synthetic, where a 1540, which is similar, it can either be a conventional or a semi-synthetic. But it's not a synthetic because the 540 is a synthetic. Right. So it that's kind of what it is. This is the kind of conversation you should have with your with your uh, with your shop. One of the big problems is is that it is it's not in your best interest to use a premium oil and change the oil every 3,000 miles. That's not in your best interest. You should take advantage of the premium oil and use it for as long as you can. No, I'd like one of you two guys to use your fancy phones and look up that um, extended life oil thing. And there's something on the, uh, on the Internet, and I think it's BG. It's BG Extended Life Oil. And tell me what that is because I, I heard an ad the other day that if you do this extended life oil change, they're going to give you a $6,000 policy to protect your engine. So I want to find out what the particulars are. First of all, I'd like to find out what kind of oil we're putting in it. And then we're, I'd like to see what the oil change interval is. Because if it's a situation where you're going to put in a, sim, a full synthetic and charge people for the full synthetic, but then have them change the oil real early at four or five or 6,000 miles, that's a tremendous moneymaker for somebody. Right. And if then, if you're making a lot of money, you can afford to give somebody a $6,000 engine protection policy. But in reality, $6,000 would hardly pay for most of the engines that we work on today. Right. So there's, it's just kind of a marketing strategy, but we're going to look it up and see what we can find. And if you know anything about that or if you've been approached by that, then give us a call, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And the lines are wide open. If you'd like to join us next hour, we're going to be here from 11 to 12. So in about another 54 seconds, I'm going to say goodbye, but we'll be back at three minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And then from then, we're going to go till noon talking about car and car repair problems. My name is Mark Salem. Alan is to my right. Andy, my daughter, is to our left, to my left. And um, we own a shop in Tempe. But the purpose of this, this repair shop show is, is to help you um, sift through all the jargon and help you understand what's in your best interest. So we're going to give you advice based on what you, your best interest, not what suits us. And hopefully you'll recognize that and, uh, and take our advice. But if you have a car question, if you have a car problem, or if you have a symptom, or if you had a recent repair and you were unquite sure about what they did or what they didn't do, then give us a call, 602-508-0960. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.